Strutting while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh my god. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. Auto therapy. It says shout out to all the Falcons out there. <laughs> Auto erotica? That's a good way to start it. Uh, welcome to Driving Wall Awesome Podcast. My name is Lane. I'm Brian. Uh, Mark. It's a Thursday show. Yeah, it is. So what are we going to do? I don't know. We're Warren. Gonna, we're going to be Oh, oh yeah, where's Warren on the special off. assignment? Wait, where is Warren? Oh, what? Where's Warren? I hope Where he's at Costco buying some, like, a really crunchy Chinese salad. <laughs> <laughs> Teriyaki, cry, you know, with the freaking Doritos in it or something. Oh, he probably is. That moron, huh, Brian? Why would you say that? <laughs> um, yeah, so this is the podcast where people ask us questions and we ramble for a bit. Do we get any questions? We got 41. So who's going to read them since Warren's not here? I think we'll alternate, dude. Round Robin. I'm not very good at reading out loud. Brian, go scared. for it. Let's do this. Let's jump into it. Paul of the Light says, what is your favorite stock steering wheel of all time? Ooh. All time. That's a great question if I had a favorite stock steering wheel of all time. You are a professional automotive podcaster, Lane. You are supposed to have an opinion on this. How about a Ford Banjo wheel? Those are pretty cool. Oh. Was like that, that was stock back in Yeah, the you know the old banjo yeah. wheels just from, I, I do. don't know what year. But. Connor's dad has the one. Yeah, yeah. Those look cool. That's your favorite of all time. I, I, I don't, well, I I'm going to answer Ferrari. There's like some Ferrari steering wheel yes. that he bought for his M3. That is it. Yeah, but that's just a Momo wheel. Dude, no. Better than a banjo. Sick. That is my favorite. It's not even that sick. Momo dude. that came in the uh, 348s. It's like worse than a prototype. Uh, what is it? The Ferrari test, uh, TRs, 512TRs had yeah, yeah. that steering wheel. I forgot the freaking yeah. name. It's like, okay, my favorite. Oh, V36, Momo V36, favorite. There you go. My favorite is in a bumper car. Bumper car? Isn't it's that like a padded, big pad the padded center? Yeah. That came oh, stock, huh? <laughs> and, uh, they, you know, the, like NASCAR style, you know? Oh, the old school NASCAR's yeah. rad. Yeah. Gen 1 Scirocco is actually have a pretty cool stock wheel. That's true. Yeah. The 944s have a pretty cool one. Mm-hmm. The early ones. I like Gen 1 Scirocco. Three spoke with like that, it's yep. like a cup in the middle. Yeah, and it goes, and the logo, like the Scirocco logo, which is like a castle, castle or something, yeah. it's, it's like deep in the hub. Yeah. That's a cool one. They're pretty sweet. Pretty much any steering wheel from the 60s, 50s and 60s is pretty rad. Yeah. yeah. Old Porsche wheels are cool. The old, like, white mm-hmm. enamel ones and mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, the really early ones? Yeah. yeah. Probably, I, I know that uh, Warren's favorite is the uh, 996 steering wheel, so we'll just kind of... Oh, the f- Gen 1. Gen 1. Spoke. Yeah. Yeah, four That's spoke. for Warren. Obvious. Beautiful. Next question, autotherapy, previously known as at Ryan James Upham, I think. He's the guy with the... Falcon that's red. Oh, yeah. He is. So he's got auto therapy now is the new name. Auto dot therapy. Yep. Oh, how do we feel about Loophole. 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 (laughs) He got around the underscore with a dot. Love you. Love your show. What motorsport series are you guys into? Very rarely do I hear anyone talk of any kind of racing, with the exception of some one practice sessions in a (laughs) spec E30. Yes. Uh, Good listening. Uh, Any opinions on the current Formula One season? Changes, Pirelli World Challenge, IMSA. While on the, while, while on the subject of motorsport, 
what's your favorite racetrack that you've driven? Right. Wow. So what what do you guys do any of you guys follow racing? Yes. I'm trying to follow Formula One this year. That's yeah. like my did, and, it, did it start? And on? I already What's missed it? the first. Race. Oh yeah. shit! I watched well, highlights and stuff, no. but you know, Vettel won. Honestly, I don't give a shit about Formula One. Yeah, uh, yeah Formula One's the only series I follow, even though I know it's gotten boring. This season's gonna be pretty. It's supposed radical. to be better this year. Yeah, it dude, looks the like cars look dope. They're yeah, wider. They're, they're wider super tires. wide. Yeah. Wider tires. They have cooler, lower, wider wings. They're like fifty yeah. percent wider. It looks yeah. like. Yeah, and they're well, not that much. They're twenty five. The tires. Yeah, they're, oh, okay. yeah, they're very wide. And then. Um, I don't know. I think there's going to be some kind of changing of the guard here. You know, we got hey, give them more that. grip, dude. It'd be rather if they were narrower. Well, the, the interesting thing is that they're slower in a yeah. straight line. They're actually yeah, but I want them to be like sliding. Yeah, I want them mm. to be like kind of be likely to get the rear end out and lose. You know, have passing yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess the idea with uh, with the new kind of aero uh, the approach, because they basically yeah. have a better, more effective def- rear diffuser, and so the rear wing plays, like, less of a part. Uh, the front wing is wider uh, with a lot, super intricate, but the idea is that you're going to get, I think, a little bit more uh, battling, although... I mean, arguably, uh, one of the things that happened with Lewis Hamilton in this race is that he got stuck behind uh, Verstappen in the Red Bull, and he had, like, dirty air or whatever, so it wasn't effective arrow for him to get around him. Um, so, I don't know. There's some arguments there, but I think ultimately it'll create better, kind of more... Uh, Wait, that doesn't make sense, though. Well, me. I mean, more effective arrow. What does that mean? Like, well, I mean, know, typically, everybody's typically got... if you're behind someone, right? That's like, not going to make the driving more entertaining, right? Well, I think it's it's well, it can. I, I just I guess the like... thing they talk about is like passing is, is it right. Well, improve? if they have more arrow, then you can get in the slipstream, and that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I think it's it's less important. Like when you have a higher, taller wing, like you have to get clean air to it to actually like get more grip. Whereas like if you have a you know like. Uh, that's it's less reliant on that, I guess. You know, you can. I think there might be more passive. Oh, like, okay. See what I'm saying? So, so, if the wings don't need the clean air up top, like it's basically leveling the playing field, whether you're behind somebody or not. Exactly. It's gonna it's gonna incentivize. You know, it, more of the tracks open, and so they can be moving around more. That's what I'm guessing. I mean, it hmm. seems like it because yeah. it's that, that's kind of what. But do you guys happen. follow anything else? I don't. I don't follow anything. I mean, I, I wish no, I, I had time or the resources. I guess I don't know. I just don't. It's just not something. Maybe I do, like I if there are more exciting personalities or something. I don't chime in I, as much. I mean, I don't chime in. I don't follow as much, but I do chime in. Like if they're like, um, I have my DVR set to record. What do you mean all chime that. in? You're like you're like win that race. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I mean like, yeah. like you better. Hey, what are you doing over there? <laughs> chime in. Totally. Yeah, that, that I don't was, watch. Hey, Ari, Ari here. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm just gonna <laughs> let me chime in on what's happening right now, okay? You guys, I'm, are I'm not watching. This, I have no idea what the season's is. I, I don't really watch, but I like to talk about it. Yeah. Just chime in every once in a while. Exactly. Uh, but uh, I do put shit on DVR. Anything that's uh, Pirelli World Challenge, you watch so shit on watch. DVR. Um, and, but what I meant to say is that I have a thing where, like, Can if me, I'm chilling at home on a weekend, sur- channel surfing, if racing is on, I'll watch it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Makes so sense. if that is on, it's not. I'm not like committed to following anything except Formula One. So, um, you know, I, I'll. I, I guess, dude, that's a r- super long answer for saying yeah. Formula One. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's all I've got. That was that's crazy. All I've got. <laughs> dude, uh, what's answer. your favorite track you've driven? Thunder Hill. That's that's. A, that's a I've only driven two tracks though. So. Um, Thunder Hill finally fun. decided to show up. Thunder Hill's cool. Yeah, I've driven Thunder Hill. I've driven uh Sears Point and Laguna, Laguna and Button Willow. And I think Altamont that's it. That doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, that's right. 
the early Altamont. Um, oh, yeah. Altamont dude, but all the tracks that we have right up here are so good. They're really rad. I mean, Laguna's fun, but, I, like, my, my E30 was kind of slow for it. Up that hill, huh? Yeah, it it lived up to the hype, though, I thought. But, I mean, Sonoma, so much elevation change. Yeah. It's yeah. so fun and technical. And then Thunder Hill is just, like... A huge playground, and you know, wide open, the, I mean, high speed. Even, I haven't even driven, the five, driven mile, yeah. the five mile. Yeah. Dude, I'm going to say Sonoma is my favorite. Sonoma mm. is really cool, too. Dangerous, yeah. right? Well, I a mean, that's what makes it yeah. fun, too. Yeah, just yeah. having those, like, walls. walls. Oh, look who decided to join us. Hey, it's oh, Warren McQueen. Brian texted me at 7.30 and 1. You're late. We were waiting for you to bring your chopped salad to eat that you got from Costco. Or some chips and salsa. Yeah. Something crunchy. I figure you do like Chinese chicken, you know, with a little like crispy stuff in it. I don't even know if the audience is in on this joke. A little French dip. Who's been reading? Oh, Brian. I He's been killing it. I think he's the new guy. Damn it. I, I feel like my pacing was off. <laughs> oh, you get this hard name. I'm going to go? Okay. Dennett Oyangulan. There you go. Says, uh, cheapest mod for removing understeer. Big fat rear sway bar. I got an even cheaper one than that. What? Air pressure. Yes. Oh, Pump right. up the rears, drop the fronts. There you go. That's as cheap as it gets. <laughs> Next question for Warren to read. Uh, Jay Vasquez. You're not on mic, bro. Your mic on? Let's turn. You grabbed one that isn't plugged in. There's other ones. There's one right there. Here, blue mic. Mic swap. <laughs> Let's let Warren get into it here. Welcome to Warren on a podcast. <laughs> My name is Warren, and I'll be your host. He, he has the kid mic. He's all talking. Uh, I kind of wish I had, like, uh, I don't know, a little karaoke song, something to bring me in here. You're in. Do you guys know what a VW Brasilia is? Yes, yeah, so I think well, a picture he, of he's something similar. But they don't call him Brasilia, do they? Jay Baskus asks, VW Brasilia, I know, I kind of want one. Is that crazy? No, they're kind, they're kind of cool. I know the name, but really? I don't, we don't, we never got them, right? No. So it's that thing that Art took a picture of a, a, a cab. That's a Puma. Oh, that's so, a Puma? Yeah, that's so, so is there a different? I'll, I'll I know what a Puma you, is. Because I've seen the Puma Coupe, too. If you've seen a Brasilia, if you see a Brasilia, you recognize it. Looks like that. Yeah. And it has okay, a very interesting like, front end. So it's it's basically that's like cool. a modern... Oh, so that's like uh, a new square back. Square back. Yeah, and the front is pretty, pretty cool. unique. They look like that. It's like a BMW like a slash Saab yeah. slash Fiat. I like it. I kind of like it, too. I don't think it's crazy. It's yeah, not all, crazy. I don't know where you get one. Is that something you can... I mean, California, probably not. You but. import it from Brazil. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Straight up. But at that point... You should be importing uh, Bus. buses, yeah, combis, combis, sambas. So we're going to give you a little bit crazy. I like it. Kieran Burnt asks, favorite station wagons slash avants of 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, present, and why? Keep Jesus. up the rad content. Jeez, Kieran. That's a lot to ask. I think, I think you just pick a favorite wagon of okay. your life. RS2. Uh, oh, B5 yeah. RS4. Damn it. It's kind of a copy. I'm going to let it stand. You're a copy. <laughs> um, Wagons Avance, 60s through the present. Yeah, so you can pick like an Impala or something. That was the thing going around <laughs> in my head. Those are sick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or a Nomad. I saw a uh, lady out. driving a 57 Chevy two-door. Actually, Nomads are out. 
60s he starts with. Oh, right. Uh, oh, you're right. But anyways, <laughs> Wait, this Corvair wasn't a Nomad. This was a, this was a 57 Chevy uh, 150 trim series two-door uh-huh. wagon. It's really cool. That was a sweet. Basically a Nomad. Basically, but not with the yeah, extra trim level. Trim. Yeah. All that bling. I like the... Uh, Cadillac Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser. Oh yeah, there you go. Which vintage? Uh, like early eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, paneling green. The the green maybe, but the blue windows for the Vista Vista. Yeah, because yeah, they have the <laughs> Vista. <laughs> you know, <laughs> all, Vista the, all the extra Vistaing, and it has that uh, that spoiler in the back that just shoots down yep, yep. for some reason. I don't know what it does. <laughs> it's like an airfoil. And yeah. It's aluminum. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, some of those had the. Rear tailgate that opened both directions. Oh, yeah. And seat 7 or 9 or 40, I don't know, something. Yeah, 49. Uh, 49. <laughs> I'm going to want to throw oh, go for uh, Volvo 740. Yeah, can't go wrong. Manual, huh? It's I mean, basically like the best intercooled wagon. Turbo. The 850Rs are a nice wagon, yes, too. They're, that's true. For, for 90s. They just need more yeah. rear-wheel drive. They need more uh, rear-wheel drive. I just wanted to throw a shout-out to a wagon, though. <laughs> Let's hear it. Throw a shout-out? Yeah, uh, sure, you can always throw shouts out on this podcast. <laughs> because uh, we're going to be, go beyond 2000s, or beyond 90s. We're going to go into the 2000s. Uh, Evo 9 wagon. Nope. Oh, yeah, we didn't get them. Sorry. Those are sick. Sorry, bro. Those, Those were sick. I'm just giving them a shout-out. I don't have to own <laughs> okay, one. Okay. That's they true. don't have to be attainable. Shouts out. <laughs> Worldwide. <laughs> Tweetable. Yo, Japan, you hear that? Dude, Woo! that's a good name for a company. Shouts out worldwide. Not, <laughs> not great. What do you do? What do you do there at Shouts Shout Out? Us. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe worldwide. You, you just holler at people. <laughs> you holler. develop the first um, flag that can fly behind a jumbo jet. And then every airport, it's like, Ooh, shout out to, shout out, you know. Something. How about an app that you just kind of randomly app. shout out someone in a foreign country? Like, yeah. bam, shout out. Yeah. I like Shout it. Out each other. Tweetaboy yeah. Fabworks says, is the Corvair DWA approved, rear-engined, air-cooled, flat six, unsafe at any speed? Does anyone have experience with a Cube? Cube. I really um, like them. Never driven one. Never, never done it. They're cool. They're cool. Yeah, I, I cool. think they're cool. They seem cool. I like them. The guy that, I, that took over my old job ran a Corvair store in LA kind of selling parts that's and right service. I remember you talking about that um, he's super into them there is a following for sure they're funky super funky they're kind of underpowered I know you can mm-hmm. make them powered but powerful but um, and you have to have a specialty shop selling you parts because they're not yeah. really easy to come by right yeah I don't know a ton Super about cool them. cool looking, though. Yeah, they we can, can all be. agree. They, Not yeah. the first gen with no. the dual headlights. Those no. are ugly. It's the second, second gen. gen. I think they're really good looking. Yeah. Like in, and in Monza, true. Yeah. 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 And I, then, like, the owner of Easy Porsche has that 993-powered one Whoa. with all-wheel drive from an, uh, from a C4. Just Dang. a weekend project? And it has a nine uh, 993 or 964 dash. Yeah. 911 seats. That's gnarly. It's a full a really suspension. I wow. appreciate the vans and the wagons. Yeah, 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 the yeah. Same, I like the wagons same a lot. Oh, I like the... Greenbriars. What's the bed with the full... De- the, yes, the, the ramp side. Yeah. Ramp side. Yeah. The ramp side. That's pretty sweet. Brian pulled all his little mini bikes up in there. So DW approved for sure, especially if it has like a little bit of a, you know, autocross vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Some wide Dude, wheels. Dude, I mean, and... they do the ones for the top speed or the open road rally stuff. Really? I know. There's, yeah, there's ah. like some 
or I guess it was probably just one car. They do them. <laughs> it was a mid-engine. <laughs> Those guys. This is one dude. Okay, okay. Let me switch it. Uh, Carrera Panamericana. Are we seeing them there? I feel like Maybe. there's some type of racing where there's like yeah, a few Corvairs yeah. that are well known sure. and run, I, I, run I, well. I think I'm with you. They might have ran with like the Falcons and stuff back in the day. Brian Patrick Muldoon asks, Recaro's and full harness setup for a streetcar, yes or no? I, I don't like full I harnesses. I just drove on a that, uh, that E36 M3 uh, really well prepped, that Dakar yellow one yeah. that I took a picture of. So it had the exact setup, Recaro's and full harness. And I sh- I'm sure you get used to it. You jump in it and know, like, okay, bam, 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 got to get it on. But it was pretty fucking annoying. Yeah, I don't like it. Well, you can car. always just keep your stock belts, too. You're supposed that's to. True. Oh, and I think that's the way not, to go. Well, it's legally, you're not legally supposed to have no. harnesses on the street. Yeah. So then you just flop the the harnesses back and you use yeah. your regular belt. But then it, you're never going to use your harness. Unless you're oh, yeah, racing. you do. Unless you're racing. The mountains. It makes yeah. a difference. Yeah, sure. Let me strap that. Fucking fifth belt. Uh, yeah. the Absolutely real yes. Absolutely yes. I've had through four cars with that setup, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Why don't you have it in your NSX? Uh, because I don't have a submarine strap or whatever. I have when, to put a different aftermarket seat in it. What about your M5? M5? Oh. Four-door is a perfect one for a race seat. What about your X1? X1, that would be a great car. Um, <laughs> your wife would I, love I, it. I wouldn't go out of my way to do it. No, but you should not you, do it on the M5. But if it Absolutely comes with not. It, yeah, do it. It's fine. I mean, if it comes with it. I, I I think that you need to do it well too. Like, I mean, if yes, you're putting in a harness, that means you're doing a rear half cage at least, right? Because you have to have the straps go to the cage. No, so, you get to get that shitty bar. Or something. No, you shitty, don't get the shitty that's bar. That's pillar bar. Four horsepower. See pillar bar. <laughs> um, yeah. No, and that, that's one. No, no, speaking of like legitimately talking about safety, like a lot of people don't realize that how the straps are supposed to go, and they strap them down to the rear. Uh, yeah, the real seat belt. Yeah. And that fucking that in an accident that pulls you down. And basically, yep. could like fuck up your back, right? So that's the way all the posers do it. Horizontal to the ground. Um, so I'd say in a fourth car, yes, but something you have to deal with every day. How old is uh, this nah. gentleman, Brian Patrick Muldoon? He's eighty-five. <laughs> He's our oldest listener, and we yep. appreciate every time you listen. Yep, it might be his last. <laughs> oh, well, if he gets that cage, <laughs> Pete Deuce. What are your thoughts on the Mark II Golf Jetta chassis? Have any of you guys owned one before? Nope. Never. What is that? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... Is that the second generation? I owned one. I owned a 1985 GTI. Brian? I owned a 1989 GTI. Lane? Nope. Oh, wait. Mark one's off the wazoo. Oh, I kind of had an 86 Jetta. Kind of. Well, my dad had it, and I would drive it all the time. I had a 91 16 valve. Car? A car. Jetta, GTI, Golf. Oh, GTI. Oh, okay. Right. Um, yeah, so they're rad. You should buy one and get the nicest one you can afford. Yep. They're. I think they're going to be coming up. Yep. yep. Stretch a little. Yeah. You have to. Exactly. Um, Might as well be at the top of the curve. Yep. Yep. They're Don't. they're awesome little cars. They super fun. I I keep wanting one, but then I think nah. front wheel drive. Uh, yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah. just like I I had one, so <laughs> I don't think I would appreciate it very long. It'd be they're coming up flip. though. They're coming up. Yeah. Oh, really nice one. It catches my eye every time. Yeah. Um, not so. I I think GTI the first gen GTI is even. Or I saw like BAT posted one a few weeks back. Yeah, and they were like Mark One, Mark Twos are like. Like we, I want we want one of these so bad. Like everyone should have one of these, and then it's like not Mark Threes or something. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, I had I had a mine was black over gray cloth, like 
impeccable car, and nice. I sold it for forty five hundred bucks like eight years ago. But that's still and, like good and, money. Yeah, back I, then. it was, that was, it was like clean. Re- world record price, super clean car. Uh, but let me yes. guess, it was that green color. It was not. It was yeah. that's black a really quick color. Oh, okay. It was black. But uh, I was going to ask though, what do you guys think about the rallies? The, oh, the so all wheel drive cool. flare. Cool. I mean, cool, but not worth fifteen grand. Not worth fifteen grand. No. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I would say the same thing. I mean, I, mean, I just it, think of other cars that I would want to I, own. I, mean, I think it's probably worth fifteen grand, but yeah. not to Warren no. or me. No. Or yeah, I mean, Brian. what greats, uh, what makes the GTI great is that it's just a little front driver Nimble. that handles good, uh-huh. and now all of a sudden you're getting into a different territory that there's probably a Subaru that fits the bill better, like for oh, real yeah. driving. Yeah, no doubt. But I mean, it doesn't look that way, and it doesn't have all the It's drive. definitely cool. Yeah, and it's super I rare, would, too. I would rather have a rally build front-wheel drive. Hmm. I'd rather spend my fifteen grand on that. I feel you. That's kind of the way I am with like the new GTIs and stuff too. Like I'd rather have that club sport. Mm. If I lived in Europe, I'd rather have the club sport than the R. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Yeah. those are pretty awesome. So we like them. And I, Jetta two doors are cool. Um, Yep. Yeah. Uh, PFM California has a good question here. Which manufacturers do the best job of making their cars serviceable, not necessarily by a hobbyist, but serviceable at all? Ferrari in the 70s is the gold standard for difficult to service. They somehow convince their customers that removing the engine every 12,000 miles is acceptable. I'm looking for the opposite of that. <laughs> hmm. So he, You probably have good input here, Warren. Yeah, yeah, totally. Unfortunately, a lot of the easy cars to work on aren't exciting cars that's true so tell us more which cars you know uh toyota tacomas are four-cylinder tacomas are really easy to work on and they're they're super serviceable but you know not an enthusiast car we're not gonna rant and rave about tacomas here yeah um and then also i'll say that most modern cars are getting to really modern especially luxury cars you need special equipment like certain scanners to do almost anything reset the service light uh yeah, check your oil. I mean, stuff like that. It it gets pretty technical. So that's another unserviceable mark, in my opinion. A lot of old cars were pretty easy, right? Like so, yeah. like even like a Mark II GTI. Yes, with a little four cylinder engine. Totally. Like everything's right there. Yeah. Pretty open engine bay. A lot of room to yeah. see what's going on. Um, easy yeah. to find parts. Like, yeah, a lot of interchangeability. I mean, he's saying models. serviceable in the fact that not removing the engine to work on it. So. That's there's so many nuances though it gets it gets really deep. I mean model by I, model. I can tell you that uh, Ford Taurus is a major pain in the ass to work on. Like they just did put way too much in the engine compartment. What generation? Brian uh, doesn't know. Third gen, round one, roundy, second gen. What the Maybe hell are you second. doing? Yeah, Those, <laughs> no one works on. They just throw them away. <laughs> that's true. Radiators. He worked on them back in the day uh, when they were kind of yeah. new. So yeah. I'm not sure if he's asking this. Like, so he said that he's looking for the opposite of that. Do you think he's actively seeking out one of these no. cars? No, he just wants. He's asking. I think he owns a Ferrari yep. of that generation, and he's saying like that sucks. What's, I think he's just asking. What's a easy? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, BMWs are pretty straightforward up till I don't know 2000. Yeah, the two for me would be uh, pretty much. Uh, any Miata up to an NC. Oh, that's a good call. Everything is right there. Yeah. Super easy to do. NC is probably easy too, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. They're, they're very similar. Very similar. Just more electronics. N- yeah. I bet uh, an ND is too. pretty simple. Yeah. I, I've looked in the engine, actually. Everything looks pretty accessible as well. It's very similar layout, just mm-hmm. more electronics. Um, but uh, the other one would be the like a CRX. Like CRXs are probably the yeah, easiest cars I've ever worked easy. on. A lot of Hondas are super easy. So Four-cylinder front-wheel drive Hondas are easy. Yeah. Um, and that kind of dictates a lot of the cars that we like. I mean, 
for example, you might see a uh, 300ZX Nissan. Yeah, hard pretty, to work on. Pretty hard to work on. Way harder if it's turbocharged. Yep. Mm-hmm. It makes it just impossible in some cases. So I get turned off by the turbo cars, and some people are like, oh, my God, my you know, I, I have to have a turbo. That's why That's I why didn't I want, want a 944 turbo. Right. Same thing. So a 944 is pretty straightforward. Yeah. E30 is not too bad. So um, less complexity, right? Yeah, yeah. That's my conundrum, dude. F three fifty five conundrum. Oh, that's um, your conundrum. That's my conundrum. If, it must be if, nice. Yeah. But you have an MSX, so you already answered your conundrum. I know, I know. That's the thing. I mean, that that would be the all. I mean, there's no way, dude, that you would not want to own a three fifty five. I want you. Three fifty fives are the worst. I really like. They don't even so drive that great. I think they drive like as well as an NSX. That's yeah, exactly. And it has all that stuff. Like, <laughs> and it sounds all like those negatives. It sounds incredible. It sounds yeah, they sound yeah. good. But just go to 360, and you'll be way happier. Yeah, that's a good call. Eh, I only like yeah. them though. <laughs> it's well, a better driver. Yeah, I'm sure it's a better driver for sure. Um, my femur hurts. Asks. As a fender vent enthusiast, what's the difference between the non-functional fender vent on my old BMW E9 and the non-functional fender vents on Drew's SS? Scary thought. My E9 had hood vents, too. Both stupid. Both stupid. Yeah. Well, but the E9 was probably beautiful somehow. (laughs) Well, it is. I I mean, the fender vent. You know, it's just the strike, yeah. the the strike on the side that the basically little, they put on the mm-hmm. E46 M3, that yeah. kind of style. Same vents. Yeah, which, by the way, on the E46 M3, functional or not, it, it works well. It's the, I think it's integrated well. It doesn't look like it's a It's not integrated well on the 7 Series or the, the or new, whatever, new all the new cars, yeah. yeah. That's so a good, diff- that's a good question. There is yeah. no difference. The difference is how well it's integrated. Yeah, yeah. the stylish. But and it's also but a little the bit like a barnacle. But really, it's all kind of lame. It is. I mean, even if the the E nine is like one of my favorite looking cars of all time. Yeah, and that's pretty lame that it's not functional in any is way. Is it possible that it's functional? Well, he had one, so I'm pretty. I, sure yeah, I know, I know. and I just don't know about it. it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think uh, it is I, a I hole, right? Like, kind of ra- throwing a random weird wrench in this. I feel the same way about the question that I asked a while back. It's like, what, like, why is it not cool to have a push start button in an S2000 and it's okay to have it in an old Ferrari? It's a fucking race car, dude. Like, but I mean, you're still like built in impracticality. You, you accept the impracticality. Impract- it's there for a reason. No, like your, your like point is that else. they should have evolved past yes it. but it wasn't about evolving past it was incorporating a, a, a spirit of motorsport like that was the uh, idea yeah it's faking it dude exactly so arts well, the only is problem that it's, it's adding a sense of occasion yes, element so the only is. problem with it is you still had to turn the key and no. do it well, yeah, yeah, which is what the old cars, cars do too it's a switch oh, you know, before yeah, you turn okay. an ignition and then you flip a switch yeah. or press a button but I guess they didn't have to do that they could have just had it. What do you mean? An F40 didn't have to have a flip a switch. You could just start the fucking thing like every other Ferrari on the road. Well, it's yeah. So it's a no. It's so they can leave it on and then just press the button. Leave what on? You leave the ignition on. It's like separating functions, kind of like you know. You can turn the. I think it's just the, the power that's on weird, and, like then, and then of motorsport. You it's like it does, they don't the have starter. to do it. Like if it's a street car, like there's no reason to do it. That's the way I see it. I don't know. I mean, I, I, and the, I mean, to go back to this question. God, why are you such an idiot? Why? Why are you bringing this back up? 
<laughs> it's it's so the weird. Same thing. Mm. It's like so similar. Well, no, it is similar. <laughs> I I feel you are. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it it's is. It's not really. It's, functional, no, it's, it's, it's non-functional stuff that's added to a car for no apparent reason. Right. Yeah, it's, it's but, an, yeah, but the so even I would say the the fake fender vents are a way worse offense than like a Honda S two thousand having a turn. Okay, well, we, we all agree I'll, with that I'll because that. that's a. It's still. It's just like I could add a start button to my car, you know, easily, and. Yeah. And a lot of times, that would be a lot of times you'll see like shitty old cars and people add a start button. I wish my mind was a starter button. And it's because the tumblers are like go out a lot yeah. and stuff. So they'll just put a start button. Yeah. But you still have to turn the key to turn the ignition yeah. on and then. Yeah. But you don't have to go that final stage, exactly. which is where, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. My um, brother is a, his old 914 has a start button under the dash. Oh, I like that. Like the other one, I mean, we, we don't like, um, like for example, on a, on the new BMWs, they have that weird fake little barnacle also, right? Like it's like on, it's supposed to be a stylistic element where they incorporate like a fake vent kind of. Yeah, that's swoosh. what we're talking about. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying like that's, uh, that's also. Yeah, or the Panamera. Panamera, yeah, like it's a, it's a whole, it's a trend right now. It is. I think that they're not iconic or stylish enough. They don't help the design at all. They're just slapped on. They're slapping them on because it's what they did back in the day. But here's a question. Do you think the reviews of the E9 at, in the period were hating on that? Probably. You think so? Mm, I doubt it. I don't know. I think it's kind of That cool. was the it's age kind of, of Chrome. So. Well, it's also an interesting thing that had never been done. I wonder if it was actually... Well, it was um, also coming out of the 50s and early 60s when what, they yeah. had a bunch of fake shit everywhere. What do the 507s True. have? Because didn't they have a little... Or, you know, just too? fake, like... like Yeah, 507s did. So I'm just wondering, like, I mean, well, 507, I don't know if it was functional. Was it but, functional in the 507? Uh, let me look. Uh, but, I mean, I'm thinking I was going to... You know what's the worst thing about, like, the new, like, yeah. the Chevy SS style? It's honeycomb, and it's just blocked. Yeah. It's like, like not if it even was, trying. If it was open honeycomb, and then even if it had a backing like an inch behind that, where you could, you know, you look looks like a vent. It doesn't even look like a vent. It's yeah. just a p- slab of plastic with smugly chrome. What's what's it supposed to mimic? Is it supposed to be like a? I don't. The the only thing I can think of is like uh, exhaust on airplanes, like old school airplanes. No, have I mean, it like it's coming supposed out the to side. be like a race car where air is flowing past ex- the wheel and tire and then out. Yeah, yeah, it's an extractor. An extractor. Of air. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what they're trying to like go for. Like on the E9 where it's all up high and on the M3, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, well, maybe it was functional. That's what I'm wondering, like on the CSL. On the E9, yeah. Like the CSL, maybe they were, and then on the street yeah. cars, they blocked it off. I, I haven't looked. I don't know. Yeah, like all the heat that's generated from the brakes, like it either goes under yeah. the car yeah. or out. I wouldn't have a problem with it front, at all. If it was functional, I would be all for it. Yeah. All the all those vents. Just like, you know, like NASCAR, right? They tape up their grills because they're trying to like limit air going into the engine bay. It creates a shit ton of drag, right? So like, if it has a way to a way to escape, this is like there. one of the main reasons I fell in love with Porsche back in the day is because they never had any of this bullshit. That is true. Until now, cool. until now, but they never did. They now never went for those gimmicks. You know, they were always just the most straightforward. Yeah, like Simplistic. function over form, simple yeah. design. Yeah, we're not gonna like do something stupid just to do it. Although the whale tail was a bit extreme, dude, that no, was, that was so super purpose. I know, but yeah, they they kept it going when it didn't. Yeah, and the you know why they built the big old whale tails because they had to put an intercooler in there. Yeah, but the non intercooled cars still carried it. Yeah. L- later on, yeah. they offered it on like an Mo third, the whatever the package was. Exactly, like the, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. What about uh, Buick portholes? Oh, yeah. those? Yeah, <laughs> come on. They sell those at Craig and for like. <laughs> I know. 
Ten dollars. Goodbye. Best with like flames around them too. Whoa. That was very controversial. My femur hurts. How dare you? Uh, Axel Jor. What was the strangest thing you've ever found in a customer's car, Warren? I won't tell my stories here from when I was a technician, but I've found some weird and ridiculously funny and embarrassing shit when removing a seat or emptying out a mountain of junk to get to a fuel pump, etc. Um, you definitely found some weed, I bet. Oh, man. Some roaches. The one of the, this didn't happen to me, but a story that I read, I think it was an auto week, where a car gets worked on, whatever. The shop gets a call. No name, no, whatever. It says, I just want you to know you have some really dishonest technicians working for you. Well, <laughs> weeks later, they empty out the shop vac, and there's a bag of Coke. So, oh, you know, uh, vacuuming out the car. Under the seat, probably. secret stash gets sucked in. That that could happen. Um, I've had, you know, more recently I had a, I don't know, 50-year-old lady, let's say, uh, drop off her car. I go to test drive it right after she drops it off, and it's on a serious... XM station of like straight sex talk. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. That's like Playboy channel. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, well, all right. So Axel Jor, he sent us, he DM'd us like a, a review of a shop. And here's what it said. The review of the shop said, if you take your car here, do not leave any food or gum in it. Oh, I, I remember They that. will eat all your edibles. <laughs> <laughs> they did a great job on the service of the car, but when I went to pick it up, pick up the car, one of the animal cracker bags that I had in the truck was empty, and the other one was just about gone. <laughs> and I had some gum in the center console, and of course, they left me with one. Small price. Clean your car out before you leave it with them. <laughs> That's pretty. Bad. That should be two stars. Those are offerings to the mechanic know, gods, much, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't. I. I don't. I've never owned a shop or anything, but um, I have what? gone into a rental car. Uh, and uh, I was actually going through the back. I mean, into the trunk or something. I can't remember, but it was you know the carpet. You lift up the carpet. Yeah. For some reason, I had to sure. lift it up. I don't know. You lift it and up? And there was a box of condoms in there, but that wasn't, like, that crazy. Like, in the spare well, wheel cool. area. But... Makes me, that's cool. It's <laughs> a little creepy if you're yeah. just jumping so in the something car. Something was but... going on in there. Like, but, I mean, a party? Um, uh, at the beginning of the rental or at the beginning end of the, of the rental? rental? Yeah, like, I, I, I don't remember what I was looking for, but... At my old shop, there was a customer that I never met, but I had heard about, um, had a Volvo wagon and used it to transport their goats it was so nasty, like <laughs> almost unworkable. That's I can't even bring it in. You know, that's not safe for goats. That's and then another person, when I was there, we it was so dirty and disgusting. That's one thing. Just clean out your fucking car, people. It doesn't take that much time. Trash. The people who have like the containers and shit in their passenger footwell. Fucking containers. You should just all be hung. <laughs> fucking containers. Um, How about baby clothes on the back? So there's just baby, baby diapers. Dirty diapers. I got clean diapers. <laughs> dirty diapers. Kids don't um, wear diapers anymore. There's diapers back there. Christian Babineau asks, I was surprised to hear recently not everyone likes red brake calipers. What is the D DWA stance on this? Um. Uh, kind of anti. Yeah, I'm. I I I think it's I think, similar. Going way back to like white letters out is only good when you're drawing attention to like something good, like a a, a wider wheel, big mm -hmm. tire, something like that. Same thing with brakes. Like if it absolutely if it's factory, 
definitely red is good, but it should indicate that there's something special, like it's an upgraded. You, you know what happened? It something. was so cool. Like when Porsche introduced the big reds, mm-hmm. and it was like, dude, those are some big, massive, you know, calipers. It was pretty awesome. And what year was that? Was that nine nine six? I want to say like nine twenty eight might have been the first, like, um, oh. I, I, something like that, like ninety five or something like that. But when they introduced those, it was just like really cool, you know, red cow. And then, and then like all these, you know, auto parts stores started selling the red paint kits and totally and all that. And people are painting their like their drums and, uh, oh yeah. And they're, you know, and they're painting their, their little one pot ugly calipers red. And it's just, it, it, it kind of destroyed that whole thing. I'm not down at all. I mean, my GTI has red calipers. Oh, what? Stock is cool. I mean, as yeah, I think stock. Brian summed it up well. Uh, my least favorite thing, though, is uh, when people put, like, the fake covers over oh, the calipers. Oh, those are sweet. The plastic like, the ones? The fake Brembo. Have yeah. you seen, like, a lot of people want to put them on new Camaros? It's like a... They clip on. Like, it clip, clips on, and it looks like a Brembo wow. design, but yeah. if you look closely, it's totally fake graphic <laughs> on there. That's pretty awesome. Super gross. Like, when it comes to brakes, I want function first. I want yeah. the thing that's going to look best dirty. I want it to be the most Oh, right, yeah. Cooling. If it's red, you kind of have to clean it. Yeah, it's stupid. And there's better stuff you could be spending your time on. Thank like, you if you're to that point where you're painting your calendar. Oh, if you do it yourself, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Like, yeah. you, you, you just you wasted be, that. You wasted that time. Four like, hours. If you don't need to do anything else on your car, like, mm-hmm. if you're in that rare scenario. No, uh, it's, all, it's, it's all show, no go. Do, do something fun with your time. Yeah. A lot of times, too, unless you have, like, the most impressive braking system. It's kind of drawing attention to something that maybe shouldn't have that much attention drawn to it. Totally, like spray painting your drums red. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any yeah. sense. Yep. There's Cam- a DWS Camden sense. the Kid says, at what point did your everyday cars turn into project cars? Never. Always. Oh, yeah, I guess always. Anytime they break. <laughs> They've always been project cars. So they never oh, point where they turn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think if it's a, a car and you're working on it, it's a project. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I don't know. Anyone else? I mean, I mine my everyday cars don't turn into projects. I try to keep them separate. Really? Well, I mean, I mean, well, you have an electric lame. car that doesn't even. Count. And before that, it was a super reliable Jetta. Well, my yeah, my Acura became a project car, I guess. But your 944 is definitely a project car. It's like not you've a daily been, car. But you've been like updating it and like that's well, not you, a that's daily. Not, what are you talking about? But that's that not, is his project car. He's saying yeah, that's daily. Car. Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, I feel like it's it was a daily for a while. You were driving it like back and forth with only your TSX, when right? Only no, when it's it's TSX, like, it was like one day a week. Or one day a week? Two days in the month. Ian Stephenson. <laughs> Stephenson, I guess. Uh, another question, but you guys wanted a word for sense of occasion. My friends and I have always said a car has character to mean what you guys refer to as sense of occasion. Yeah, it's basically the same thing. Eh, Example, Toyota Camry has no character. A BMW 2002 has a ton of character. Yeah, Yeah. that's a, yeah, yeah, that's a pretty fair. I mean, it's, it's all kind of in the same thing, but, um, I think character is part of sense of occasion. It is. It's it's not aspect. It's not this. It's not paralleled. It's a part of it. Yeah. Uh, I disagree. I think it's another way to say the same thing. Hmm. Two against one, you lose. Moving on. Matthew Merritt says, how do you guys feel about light period correct modifications? (laughs) Only once, Brian. (laughs) Only once. How do you guys feel about light period correct modifications versus versus original cars? I'm thinking of putting some race springs and coils, JDM wheels, and slick tires on a two-liter Datsun Roadster. Oh, come on, dude. We're all about that. That's That's all reversible stuff. We're talking about putting... uh, 
Buick portholes on the side or of your Or carbon vendors. fiber trim on yeah. your fucking Dodson Roadster and looking ridiculous. Dude, that's good. That's all good stuff. And, like, not even period. Like, putting sticky rubber is, like, the most acceptable thing ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Modern rubber. Talk about rubber. Unless you're Warren. Yeah. Mine are sticky. You only out. rock era. Dude. Yeah. No, they're rock. not sticky. What are they? They're crisp. Crisp. That's crisp. what I'm That's <laughs> different than sticky. <laughs> nice it? and hard. Yeah. Nice and crunchy. <laughs> you know where those come from? <laughs> they make those tires it. and they keep them in a huge refrigerator <laughs> in the crisper. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, well, they were nil pickles. They'd be top of the heap. Don't knock it you try it, guys. Tires. Mr. Brown over How about that? Those Nankangs? Nankangs. Love them. So you can get twelve grand for a car with Nankangs. I guess so. Pretty rad. Uh, Leonard Skinnerd. Yes, nice name. Am I the Bizarro Lane? He has a tornado red GTI yeah. Sport and a black nine forty four. What? Oh, oh, love the God. podcast. Keep it up. Whoa, dude. Is, is is it the opposite of Lane hate? Then is it all just positivity? <laughs> yeah, it's all rainbows and teddy bears. Um, dude, <laughs> Lane, you got a bizarro person. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of jealous. Oh, he lives nearby. He's like too. Area too. Yeah. What would that make? What would mine be? <laughs> It'd be a. Uh, a gray van again and, and a, a white, white E30. Yeah. He's out there. Follow. <laughs> um, what color would his houndstooth be in his 944, though? Would it be the same? Be no, awful. he would have houndstooth in the white the interior GTA. with black houndstooth centers. Whoa. Well, I don't know what houndstooth is black or white. My mind just got, my mind just blew up. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> the black would be white and the white would be black. It's the same pattern. <laughs> TM Mason 10 says, what's your take on the Mark 1 Audi TT? This is like the fourth time someone's asked this. We asked that last, we answered that last Refer week, to bro. Last week's I saw an aviator gray on Craigslist and I think I'm hooked. I had an 01 Golf 1.8 turbo and loved it until the timing belt broke. Sold Dude. the Mustang, so looking for a new daily. Likely an all-wheel drive Sienna. What was this, Brian oh. riding? <laughs> I and was a fun say, yeah. third car. <laughs> um, I think they're fine. If you had a, if you had an 01 Golf 1.8T and you yeah. liked it, then you're in. But Yeah, and it's a lot of car for the money these days. Yeah. There's another car that's hard to work on. Fucking bullshit cars. Check out last Thursday. But good luck. And check out last Thursday's. Uh, Dusty Snowman, what is up, Will? I just sold a car via Craigslist, and the whole transaction was very shady. It worked out fine in the end, but there were a couple of questionable moments. Knowing that you guys have done a lot of Craigslist deals, what do you guys do to protect yourselves? You should read his next uh, I, I'm comment. going to. Yeah. Art went on to ask him, how is the transaction shady? Payment? People? Location? And then he said, it's hard to explain without writing a novel, but I got a very strong suspicion the car was being purchased with drug money. International phone number and no knowledge of the model being sold. Didn't inspect or drive the car, just handed over lots of cash. Not dangerous, really. The whole thing was just fucking weird. <laughs> um, cool. I, I was helping a friend sell some cars. This was a couple years back, and I was selling a Tacoma. And two, two gentlemen came over from San Jose with a lot of tattoos and uh, basically looked like they were in the mafia, for sure. It was daytime. You know, I was at a Whole Foods parking lot. felt pretty safe. But we went on a test drive. And I sat shotgun, and the other guy was driving, and the other guy was behind me. <laughs> and we started all driving. All the Sopranos show. And I'm like, kind of thinking, like, damn, that was kind of stupid. I should have sat in the back, first of all, because <laughs> he could just put a fucking piano wire around the seat. Yeah, dude, the piano wire. <laughs> and take the Tacoma. You look at the mirror, he's putting in gloves on. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, we went on a test drive. He lowballed the shit out of me. I said, no, they went away. That was oh, it. Oh, wow. 
that was how the transaction went. But note to you're self. You're only now maybe, talking about the story. Maybe as a, if you're going on a test drive with someone and there's like multiple people you're kind of weirded about, weirded out about sitting in the back. back. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good call. Yeah. I don't think, everybody. I don't think, I, I don't put anything out there to protect myself or anything. I no, I, think I don't know how you can. I don't meeting yeah, people I mean, at really good locations is super key. You could not do it at your house. No, definitely don't do it at your house ever. Unless really? you're very, totally on board with who the, who it is. Yep. If you have a good I, I feeling, would just I don't know coming to my house. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely I mean, if not you know us. who, if you know, like... No, you don't know. They're just pe- random people. I know, but if you have, like, a feeling on the phone of, like, oh, they're cool, and they're into the thing, and you're selling, and it's like, you get a good vibe. But if it's just a random encounter, always meet them somewhere. Yeah. Random. I've always done that the actual payment part of it at their bank. Like I go to, I don't like basically ask them to bring cash to me. I'm like, just, I'm like, okay, let's just go to your bank. You hmm. give me a cashier's check there on the spot. And then that way I know it's legit. I'm getting it from behind the counter. That way I'm not ass. driving it's around with ass. cash or not bullshit like that. So you have to do it during banking hours. Yeah. It's all good. How do you, how do you get the last minute purchases? Like the people just like, I always buy with cash. And, oh, uh, buying. No, I thought, I, was, I thought this was selling. Well, I'm saying, but that guy has to take my cash. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you're, but if your Lane calls me, you know, he's into the thing, you know, yeah. the car guy, and he's, I'll even invite him to my house. You know, we'll yeah. have a beer. He's ranting and raving. <laughs> What's the most you've ever handed over in cash? Uh, that's a good question. For a car? Uh, I don't know. Mm. Well, I've either, I've done transfers or cashier's checks. 8500 so. bucks, something when we bought the Lexus. Oh, you brought cash? Yeah. So that's sketchy? You wanted cash? No. It was at the guy's house. Yeah, it's pretty basic. Right? Yeah. I did 33. Thousand? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, dude. You're the drug dealer. <laughs> I know. Serious. <laughs> Let's hear about that, guy, that guy's perspective. Like, yeah, he shows up with a crew of like surfers this and they're kid. like thuggish. <laughs> yeah. Didn't know anything about the model. Didn't know about the model. 25 years old. No inspection. <laughs> um, okay, I got to backtrack here a second. Um any of you watch the F1 race this weekend? If so, what was your thoughts? I already talked about it. No, none of us watched it. I watched it. I watched some highlights. Oh, you did watch it? Yeah. Oh, you, okay. Yeah. I thought you missed it. No, I DVR'd it, and I watched it on mm. Sunday. You watched the whole thing? Yep. It's like an hour. Yeah, you just fast forward through all the bullshit. Yeah. Uh, so what's your thoughts? Go. Uh, well, I already we already talked about it. I mean, oh, I like yeah. the okay. wider cars, better grip. Looks like there's some cool competitions here. Um, they still sound like shit. The cars look good. Who was uh, Richard? Uh, Louis was Richard Petty? Who <laughs> was Richard? Did Richard Petty win? <laughs> yeah. uh, Lewis Hamilton won. No, Vettel did. Uh, Vettel did. Yeah, Vettel. I did. heard that he was really fast in qualifying. That's why he I was asked. very fast throughout. And uh, we got a new contender uh, in the mix. So Seb, as I call Se- him. Seb, yeah, Seb's your boy. No, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Valtteri Bottas is the. He got third place. He was Bottas. He's the new guy that replaced a. Uh, Nikki Rosberg. I watched wow. a... Uh, Wait, what kind of a name is that? Where's he from? I don't know why I call him Nikki. Uh, he is Botas. from... Botas. He's from uh, Finland. Rosberg oh. retired, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched a kart race or Indy Championship, or I don't even know what they call it right now. But uh, did you realize that they have, um, like, turbo or a boost button? Wait, what? They can use... Push to pass? Yeah, push to pass. Yeah, They I've have, like, a, a minute total throughout the race to use... Don't quote me on that, but it came down to the fact, you know, the leader hadn't used all of his push to pass yet, and it was going to be like impossible to beat him. That's great. I know, I know. It's kind of weird though. I think that's kind of cool. Do you? 
Yeah. Just got to strategize, bro. Yeah, I don't I know. Strategy. You can use it early on or strategy. for passing throughout. Or, yeah. Um, oh, we have a guest in the podcast studio. Uh, Phoebe. Phoebes. Is in the house. What's up, Phoebe? Art's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Art's daughter. Why do, why do you have a binky in? What's going on? Yes. Yeah. Shh, don't add, don't ask. All right. Um, Blitz Koenig says, yeah. "Hey team, I'm going to attend my second track day in the 9/11 next weekend, and it's got me thinking. As a novice, would it be better to start in something less expensive to get the full enjoyment out of it? In the event that when, not if, I crash, it won't be such a heartache on me and my wallet. Suggestions on entry level streetable track cars." I mean, we've talked about it so much, but I mean, all the basics come to mind: Miata E30, um, E36, E36, 944, yeah. 944 Turbo. Yeah. That's uh, all you need. Any of those, even a basic E36, like yeah. a non M3, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 325 Fox body Mustang, even. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's honestly, it's whatever's at the track. Pick a car that everybody else is driving. That's my opinion. Right. Yeah. Because you just want the most support out there. You Your know? best camera is the one you have on you. Oh, look at you. So that's kind of, what is it, uh, run what you brung? It's kind of... Yeah. <laughs> well, no, like, I'm saying I run know. what everybody else is brungin'. Brungin', yeah. S2000. Like what kind of 911 does he have? I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I reckon... So that's his main question is... Oh, he has, like, a nice like, G-body, doesn't he? Yeah, it's a G-body. I can't remember what it is, though. Oh. But that's cool that he's tracking it. I totally condone that. Dude, I know that uh, I, I had a buddy... Uh, who I raced with, Specky 30, and he had an old Long Hood 911. And uh, so he had a, a Specky 30 also that he would race, but then he would do track sessions in the Long Hood. Yeah. And he fucking balled it up. Uh, it was a terrible, Ooh. terrible weekend. Dude. Yeah, that's It happens. Terrible. It yeah, just no, happens. You no know? insurance. Yeah, I don't just, think you get any insurance you, out of that. No, it's wow. all on you, right? Yeah, it was I a think, little bit before they really exploded, but uh, I think price. I don't know if, if you're asking this question, you should definitely go toward go for that, dude. You're gonna yeah. have way more fun in yeah. a car that you don't give a shit about. How about uh, the front wheel drive angle? I mean, CRX, Integra, um, yeah, you know, those are really cheap. Yeah, and you can scream around the track, not give a shit. Yeah, yeah, those are good. Tons of parts, readily available used parts specifically. Yeah, we have a couple buddies yeah, that Crane, have a lot uh, of fun. What's and, his name? Yeah, Tim. Tim, Tim Crane, Crane, and then uh, dude, that car is looking Steve. so clean. No, uh, Steve, um, uh, twenty-seven rocks. Yeah. Oh, is EP? Yeah, EP three. Uh, let's see. Next question. <laughs> Kurt K. Photo styling question: Which '80s car benefited the most from the transition to '90s styling, and which '80s car fared the worst from the transition to '90s styling? This is a Really good question. It's a good. Very good question. Dude, yeah. and look at the pictures that he takes on his Instagram. It's Kurt K. Good. Photo. He has 1,890 followers. He says, my car is a 91 Camaro B4C, a 78 C10, so that's a Chevy pickup, and a 2015 Silverado. Oh, he's doubling up on the pickup. Um, yeah, very cool pictures. Um, gosh, that is a really good question. So, benefited, benefited 80s to 90s styling. So, this is boxy to bulbous. So, GTI. Hmm. They they ball. were the worst uh, in that transition to '90s styling. I think they mm. they lost the most. I thought it was benefited. Yeah. Well, it says which cars fare yeah. the worst. We'll it's it's first, both. First, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna say get... worst would be from Mark II to Mark III. That they're saying rounder. that's the worst though. No, no, yeah, I'm but it's, it's still even, a decent. But it's not car. even that horrible. It's not yeah. that bad. It's okay. But if the reliability wasn't so bad, uh, yeah. and if it yeah. wasn't so heavy. 
I mean, yeah. styling wise, it's not that. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. Bad. That's true. It's not terrible. Uh, what about a Ford Taurus? That's horrible. Yeah, yeah. That for transition the Gen One SHO. Really really just one so of the ugliest cars ever. From to the, the oval first gen, design the second or whatever. Gen. Yeah. Horrible, horrible, horrible. The round. Yeah, but round he's kind of saying, isn't he asking more about like the? Which did best? Oh, yeah, I got yeah, I guess best so, that yeah. immediately came to mind was 300ZX. Like, yeah. going oh, yeah. from that yeah. kind of Good tired call. old design that they were trying to work with forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Solid. they fucking killed it with the Z32 okay. chassis. How about, hey, how about RX7? RX7's great. I thought about that, although... They the, weren't bad in the 80s? They weren't but bad. Yeah, but they yeah, weren't they bad. That's yeah. the 90s style. What is it? The smooth style. Yeah, yeah. the FD. FD. Yeah, from the Beautiful. FC. I mean, it yeah. went so to nice. almost supercar level. Yeah. yeah. That was a good-looking car. Hmm. What, what, do you th- what do you think about the transition of the MR2? Well, the the second the gen isn't horrible, but the third gen is goddamn that was horrible. But it was that was 2002. I mean, first gen to second gen. Mm. Oh, I think it's good. Oh, I think cool. it's good. It's not bad. It was no. totally different. If they had kept that going, yeah. I swear we would have had such a rad car by now. Um, how about <laughs> really reverted? I mean, the styling of of a lot of those cars from Japan all the, that all went front wheel drive, so Celica's. Um, just really changed and got dumped. Bad, yeah. Um, but like '90 yeah. Celicas were kind of cool. Yeah, I like with they the little like the the twin mirror arm, kind of like E36 M3. Yeah, but '87 yeah, was the cool, first though. of that. They're pretty cool, and they made yeah. the all-wheel drive one yeah. and stuff. And yeah. I don't know if it's a great styled car though. I don't know. I thought I remember when it came out, thinking it was like a really cool design. Yeah. I really liked like the, the black stripe across the front and the yeah. hideaway, the pop-ups. Oh, here's a random one. The Dodge pickup. Good to bad or bad to good? Bad to good. Well, I don't know. Yeah. It was yeah. so that when that new, like, uh, oh, kind of semi truck semi truck front end came out, it was super, it was super controversial. Rad. Like, I, was I, I really, really didn't really like cool. it in the beginning, but it was really cool. Yeah. Dramatic departure from the previous model, which is like every other pickup. But it wasn't boxy. necessarily bad. It was just so, it was the same since yeah, the early yeah, 70s. Yeah, still a decent looking pickup. Yeah, now earlier. they look really cool, actually. Yeah, so, right. So looking back on it, I think I have a different perspective, but. At the time, I don't know if it was as bad, but Fox Body to this whatever S ninety five. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't like them. It's terrible. That was terrible, right? The Fox Body was had great angles and kind of yeah. a good overall look. Even their race cars were really cool. They just never looked the same. After they that. they can look like the later model of that body style with Cobra, right? Like maxed out styling yeah, wise, yeah. but know. it's like you know, but not as cool as a wide body Fox. If you're comparing the two. Yeah. And what you see every day is the stock convertible aqua blue. Yeah. That looks terrible. Exactly. Or the green or... Yeah. Don't you think... So, like, a Ford Escort probably got a little uglier and bubblier. Totally. Like, the little, norm- little cars like that. Totally. Mm-hmm. Ford Probe. Probe definitely got... They went to that Mazda style Which thing. one's worse? They're both the first bad. gen's better. Yeah, and the, Ameri- the American cars did pretty bad. They did like, pretty bad. Japanese they- cars, not so bad. Uh huh. They almost improved. They keep pretty trim. It's like yeah, yeah. their design philosophy is you know yeah, similar to the I Germans, where it's like the yeah. Americans almost went like full retard, and they went all plastic bumpers, kind of like really plain. Like they did that bland styling that I hate with a lot of American cars. Well, they also where, tried yeah. to go concept car style, where it has yeah. these swoopy vents, and they were trying to impress us with their plasticky curves. Yeah, but they went yeah. with like one piece bumper and yeah. one piece this. And yeah, it was like, like very simple. We have this new plastic technology. Yeah. Let's show the world 
what we can do. And it would and always like, be all like wavy. Yeah. And stuff. yeah. <laughs> the one car that pulled it off well, though, I don't know if it Dodge Viper. It goes. Is that ninety ninety one? Is the Fiero GT? I really like this a lot, dude. That's such beautiful a beautiful really? car. Incorporating it's the clean round work of stuff. art, dude. Relative to the early it was definitely ones, better. It was definitely better. Yeah, I like those. Yeah. I mean, I don't. They're still pretty bad when you see one. Dude, that's not interesting. I can't think. I thought there was one generation. Yeah, there's two different bodies. They only made it. Well, it's. It's basically the same body style. They just made added like newer bumpers and all that. Yeah, stuff. they rounded them off, um, and uh, it was like a two-year only or something like that. Right? I mean, I kind of want to say I, I thought he was asking this because in his mind, maybe going from Mike, going from that going from the '80s Camaros to the '90s Camaros that that was a drastic change. I really like the really wedgy, sharp like looking '80s ones. I know oh, they I went into '91, but I used to hate those so much, and I also hate the, the wedgy. Dude, an IROC convertible. Fourth gens. The fourth gens are way uglier. They're like way uglier. And then how about the fourth gen where they got the double headlights? I remember thinking those were so gross when they came out. Yeah, the you know the little bump in the headlights. Yep, like yeah. all integrated one piece. No, so they. Yeah, they like have. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, every time. Yeah, before they sunk in, mm-hmm. kind of like the older '80s one. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. They were more razor edge style. Yeah, yeah. Those weren't so bad. Yeah, exactly. They had something going. But there. then they went to this like bubble thing. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're missing something. I know. I was, we can't I was think thinking of like Ferraris and I, stuff, but they I got was better. I was bummed on the BMW 3 Series going from E30 to E36. Mm, I think we're, that's, that. that's worse than my GTI argument because that's still a good looking car. I know. It's still very good. Yeah. It's arguably a I like better to hear what design the listeners car. Think. What does Kurt K. Photo think? What do the listeners think? Yeah. Tom. Etlick <laughs> asks, seriously though, when's the next Lemons build? And then he goes on to say, also, what are your thoughts on a Subaru powered, I'm just gonna look at Brian when I read this. Yeah, on my a smile's Subaru growing. Subaru powered Baja Bug with big two bumpers front and rear lowered on some huge white letters out NASCAR tires and wheels. Sure. Ah, that's <laughs> good. It's good. It's Brian's favorite. <laughs> Did you and Tom just become best? I know, right? <laughs> no. Did you, touch your drum, Did you touch his drum set? <laughs> <laughs> right. Canadian wacko. Sounds amazing, Tom. Yeah, it does. No, no, who would ever hate on that? Yeah, that sounds Super awesome. Super powered Baja Bug. Like, I'm actually less enthusiastic about the big two bumpers, but I'm buying everything else. But that means you can like bounce off stuff. Yeah. All right, I'm in. I'm in. Never mind. Canadian Wacko asks, what are your thoughts with all the people backdating their G-Body 911s? Do you think this will be looked at as a ridiculous mistake like the people who modernized the long hood cars in the 80s? Dude, I think it just, looks good. It's got that fender flare. and So I don't think it's as bad. No. But I think that there's a little bit of me where I know I would never personally do it because mm. I, I do feel like there's a little bit of that to it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... It's such a good car in stock form. Like you don't yeah. need to change it. But I could see the aesthetic of the early one. Yeah. And it's the pretty awesome. And, the, and now that they're so expensive, you're basically building a replica of an old car with better drivetrain. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, exactly. And yeah. I mean, there are cases like front end damage where you have the option you could do the backdate instead, yeah. and that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if I would do it. I mean, because I do like the G body look. I think it's the best execution of like impact bumpers period like out of all cars i really do so i mean i don't know i think they stand on their own but yeah I if i had a g-body i would just rock it to the best g-body for sure like yeah but uh, yeah, I, I don't I like them yeah. um but i mean it, it's singer is sort of doing the same thing in well it's exactly what i mean so, i mean i mean it's not like it's at a different level but i can see why right like get the best drivetrain possible with the best looks i don't know yeah you might you might catch me backdating if i had that option cool Tyson.clus, more beautiful, 
XKE or Mira? Mira. Mira. I struggled. With I struggled. I say this XKE. Too. Mira. All the way. Okay, this is what happens. ATLians is the best Outcast album. Uh-huh. Now, it's played out. It, it was very popular, but that's not their fault. It's still the best. You look at it for the artistic endeavor. Yeah. Now, if XKEs were as rare as Amura, you might have a different change of well, heart. I, I still say X. I no, say XKE. Dude, I don't know. That I Mira is just so beautiful. The way yeah. how low awkward angles, is. no I, awkward angles. I was thinking dude, about it because what I, is the awkward angle? Well, so I see Mira's a, a lot at like every year when I'm at the yeah, Lamborghini. Walmart. No, you know at the Lamborghini <laughs> meets, they always have like <laughs> whatever ten of them or yes. whatever, and you're. They're really cool, dude. Like, I no, love I know. them. <laughs> and I always tell, like, I've heard people say, oh, I don't like the mirror. And I'm like, oh, it's always ranked as, like, the top three most beautiful car of all time. That's, yeah. like, my line to people. Yeah. I'm like, look at it. It's really cool. But I, it, it, I think the, <laughs> I, and it's beautiful. Wait, wait, wait. I think the Jaguars. Let's, let's think, reboot him. Uh, is there any way to, <laughs> we're breaking, uh, breaking I Nathan. Think the, I think the Jaguars may be a little more beautiful. I do too. Dude, I, I will give you D-type. Design. D-type, D-type, I think, is yes. on top of all I of them. I agree with you. But, but I'm not going to say XKE. It's too D-type's long. D-type's a little too awkward to too be. Too long. That. No way. It's not sporty <laughs> enough. It's like a penis car. I don't know. Like, oh, it's just, it, I'm not going to go that far. They're cool. They're pretty, but they don't even get close. It is pretty phallic. Mira is fucking awesome. I don't I don't see the weird angle you're talking about. Yeah, I don't see single angle. Show me the weird angle. The front end has a weird... Up, awesome. Up rake going on. There's some design elements to the rear. I think that they're perfect. <laughs> Look who's talking. Um, Part three. You got some weird, <laughs> yeah, weird uprake. <laughs> you got a weird uprake. The question man. was who's prettier, Brian or Warren? No, it's your uprake. Um, and I think a covered headlight XKE in the right colors. Covered is, headlight Mira in the right colors. There's no. Well, you I'm want a covered headlight? I'd rather have a pop. You know, everybody is. Everybody's got their opinion. That's yeah. okay. All right. Well, you're not anyways, convince Art and I. Two to two. There's a lot of people <laughs> yeah. that will say, "Oh, Southern Playlist, the Cadillac Funky Music, but is a better album." Because right? I celebrate uh, their older work, and you're like, "No, but Atlians is a better album." They yeah. celebrated the studio space, yeah, bro. and they moved on. The history, just because bro, it's just, played out doesn't mean it's, and it's not like as good. The whole album is just like yeah, on point. yeah, like I, the first Backstreet Boys way better. Way better. Yeah. <laughs> later stuff, you know. What should we ask the Peanut Gallery? Should we post on our on our feed? No. I want to do it. Yeah, we don't, we don't want other people's more beautiful. Well, well because I, I, I'm wondering, this fifty-fifty thing might be consistent around the world. It kind of is. No, but when you look at a bunch of lists, they're like always you, like one, that are two, like, three. oh, it's there's, up there. The we're here gonna... is so, oh, maybe, no wonder there are a million dollars. It's like, yeah, there's more of them, but uh, of Jaguars, but I don't think it's less beautiful. I'm Jaguars gonna, are more drivable. You're a drivable. Maybe a I better, mean, <laughs> better maybe a better driver's car. I couldn't tell you. I've never driven either. I haven't either. But from can't all be. accounts, can't be. From can't all be. Ac- from all accounts, they say the mirror is kind of drive like shit. Yeah, I don't care, man. Do you think that their two nose windows lifts up down, like a twelve behind you, sketches yeah, driving through yeah. tunnels? It's a shit box built by a lamp- tractor maker. <laughs> exactly. It. I'm gonna I'm gonna upload this to shoutouts worldwide, and we're gonna see what the audience has to say. We'll see if you do that. Shout outs. <laughs> no, I love I love mirrors. They're beautiful. I do book. too. But yeah, uh, I still I, I was struggling with it for a long too. time just thinking I about it. it. My first res- response was mirror, of course. Wait a minute. I think mine kind of was. I'm too. smarter than that. Yeah. Oh. Oh, maybe we're the hipsters. No, we're just we're going out. We're going, we're going like, deeper. The, you guys are just old. <laughs> we're able to see the big picture. Race. Here's uh, 250 GT California or. Uh, Whatever you're gonna say, don't say it because it doesn't matter. 250 California. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys are loco. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
You think a mirror is more beautiful? And sounds better? You're out of your mind. I don't know, man. Mirrors are just, they're, they're so... Tractors. pretty fucking special. They're so, I mean, they're oh so low God. slung. Like, you know what? They don't even... Uh, do, mm, I'm not I can't get into it. this right now. They don't sound that great. Yes, actually. they do. I haven't Lame been should know. They don't, dude. They, they sound, sound awesome. very... They don't sound like a Ferrari, dude. No, Ferraris have that zing, like, that... It's just the sound. That, they're guttural. And they're right. more like... I've seen like three YouTube They're more land. trashy. So, the Lamborghinis are trashier sounding. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Dump truck sounding. Yeah. Maybe even tractor-like. Oh, tractor's good. I like tractors. Raced in Anger says, always OEM oil filters or whatever's on sale at the parts store. You know this? Always OEM, bro. OEM. Or OEM I don't know. maker, maker. Yeah, equivalent. Just like you try to get a good one. OEM always, unless it's a, a Fram. All the Frams. If it has like the grip, a... has the grip on it. Grip oh on god, it. those are the worst filters. Dude, I, I don't get too particular about my. Yeah, you don't. My filters. That's always kind OEM. of a pen, right? On quality. Oh. I don't know, man. There's certain cars, especially like the 993, 944, they have like special valving built into them yep. for oil pressure, and you start getting a gnarly shit. Yeah, remember my it. story about running like a fucking napa oil filter kind of and it was starving on on startup mm-hmm. it's pretty bad it's not i mean especially for something like that where the it's not that drastic of a difference you're not spending you know 50 to a thousand dollars yeah you know, it's, it's a lot of times be, it's just what's available yeah it's gonna be a five to ten dollar right. difference like it kind of sucks if you have to order something you have to, like order the way for it to get yeah, yeah. Those are not but i mean changes. you should be planning that shit ahead anyways that's right Drivers Only Joe says, do you believe that sports buttons are bad for marketing? We had split opinion opinions on our podcast. Wonder what you guys thought. I don't understand how they're bad for marketing. Shout out to Drivers Only Podcast. What? what? Um, do you believe that sports buttons are bad for marketing? Um, yeah, I kind of, I, I was, I, I forget who I was talking about this with, but I think the whole sport button thing, like, can ruin a car review in a lot of in a lot of ways, really? or someone like Why? someone's opinion on a car because they didn't use because the they didn't know what to press uh, and how to set it up in driving the car. Yeah, but so they the might come time. away for from it going, dude, that car. Yeah, it felt unresponsive, like it or it shifted too hard, you know. And they might have had it in race mode, or they might have had it in, you know, whatever. I see what you mean. And and I've I've had it like that too, where I'm driving something and it's like, oh no, you have to do this and this. Yeah, I drove a GS, uh, new GS Lexus F Sport, which is their M or whatever you want to call it. And there was sport mode and then a secondary sport mode, like yeah. a sport plus or something. Mm-hmm. And it shows on the screen when you hit the first sport mode, I think it just shows the exhaust. Then you hit the second one, then it lights up the engine. Whatever yeah. the fuck that means. Engine response. Just bro. give me it so all the So the wand time. is probably just the sound. Yeah, from the exhaust, and then the second one is probably throttle mapping and stuff Something like that. Something like that. Just give it to me all the okay, time. Okay, well, so what's the alternative? You don't have a sport button. Yeah, you just have a car that so drives great. Wouldn't you yeah. also have people, uh, reviewers, complaining that it's too harsh, too yeah. loud? Then you would get that also, right? Yeah, I, I guess. But so, I mean, like, I don't understand. Cars it seems like, like BMWs no have like win 50 there. different things. and you Make have it to, simple. That would be I've nice. heard them, people say, no, you don't know. You have to cook, yeah. put this one at yeah. 8, right, this right. one at 6. Six, this no. one at five. The FSST. You have like to go that. into the individual settings, and you have to do this and that. And then every time you get in, you have to put it to your sport mode again because it resets. 
Yeah, yeah, that's frustrating for sure. I can see that. But I mean, the fact that you're allowed to tailor it to your taste is rad too, to be able to have that, the steering at the weighted exactly how you want it, yeah, you want the throttle response you want it. I um, still get that Gran Turismo yeah. effect, I yeah, think, where I, I never know if it's quite the why, right. Like, why do we go setting? to BMW? They need, they are tuning this shit. Yeah, so it's make supposed it to be killer. good. Like, yeah, make exactly. it, I trust you as an automaker. I should, you know, well, like, that's, codes. that's, that's yeah. kind of, I mean, the X1 is sort of like the most basic version of that. Like in standard uh, eco mode or whatever the fuck, it's great, dude. Like, it's it, the you know you just cruise around town. It's fine. Everything feels it's it's a cruiser kind of commuter mobile. I'm wondering where you're going with this. Hit sport button. The steering feels much better, and you also get way better throttle response. So you have put hmm. le- more or less input in the throttle. I don't know but why not have that, that all the time. Um, because it's way too harsh in the city. And so don't you just the, figure out how to use it? The roads are so fucked up. Like it's no, I mean it's just right there. It's like I want to see what this does, so I pressed it oh. and I figured out the difference. I mean so. That uh, a simple sport button, yeah. like he says, is like the least offensive. Right. But, but if you have when you're going into those crazy it's things, kind of, it's like when you have a a sub like a equalizer, an equalizer, and you adjust it for every song. Yeah. Because yeah. you want everything to sound perfect, and you're yeah, never. I just want it to self just adjust. Make like, it killer. Like Art and I were yeah. watching the the Motor Trend video on the new Camaro ZL1 before you guys got here, and he was saying it didn't have like a sport mode or anything. Uh, for the tranny and everything, it just you just drive it, wow. and the transmission like yeah adapts and changes something. and like yeah yeah you figure it out yeah. He goes on to ask, if you guys had to choose, would you choose strict brand allegiance for the rest of your life or decade allegiance for the rest of your life? For example, only Porsche or only nineteen seventies for the rest of your life? Decade for sure. Uh, which decade would you choose? 80s. All in eighties. Like a. Decade would be good. Decade. You get yeah, because you have makes. so many choices. choices. Yeah. All the makes and models. Yeah, and you can have trucks, and you can have... From 80, 1980 to 1989? Yeah, it'd be great. Every single car that was made? Be awesome. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty... Can I just have them all? Pretty... Yeah, dude, you get all the caravans you want. All right, awesome. <laughs> I'll, go I'll go 90s. 90s, yeah. 90s is a good choice. I'm going 80s. Okay. And Lane's going... Kind of like a lot of 70s. 70s is tough. no. You just the half over think, half of the decade is yeah, worthless. I think you have to weird. go 80s or it's 80s or 60s or 90s. 60s are yeah, I'm not down in the 60s. I'll go 80s. Dude, 60s. You can get a Mira, bro. <laughs> You're going 2010s. <laughs> tractor. Well, that's seven years. Um, Porsche Punks says, "Why won't you just give me that gross slant nose 914? <laughs> you guys hate me, don't you? Why don't you bro deal them, Lane? Yeah, gross slant nose. It, it really is gross. Did you hit him up? So gross. No, Jay, I didn't hit him up. Jay's killing it. He should uh, come to Radwood with some BMX guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know if he has any. He only posts old pictures of BMXs. Dude, I saw him. Just a bike. poster board with all his old pictures. I oh, think he still has tricks. A booth of <laughs> Porsche punks. Porsche punks booth. I don't know." Yeah, he's into that. Uh, Nick Coogan says, "Going to be getting in my first, going to be getting in my first project car in the next year or so. I have a pretty decent budget of around twenty five thousand. Big fan of nine elevens and anything German, really. What do you guys think would be a good place to start in terms of a first project car? In a dream world, it would be a nine six four or an SC." Get an SC. He can, he can get an SC. Just try to find one. High mileage, get well maintained. He said in the next year they might they might be they might drop by a couple grand too. So twenty five thousand dollars and project car don't really go together for me, so I'm out. Yeah. 
<laughs> this is so bad. Warren doesn't even ask to be in. He's just out. No, give me five grand and we can talk. But you know what? Well, I mean, uh, that's one way to do it is you get a five grand car and you put a hell of a lot of money into it. Five five thousand dollar cars. You can go nine eleven SC for twenty five. You can go maybe uh, if you you're M6, out six like I was gonna say project car E twenty eight M five project car. He can do a E thirty M three. He could do an E thirty M three. Have those dropped? No, but for twenty five you get a project. Yeah, which sounds yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, but with a project, I, I mean, I would assume that that's the money he has to spend. Like, if you're getting something that needs work, you're gonna have to budget some money for it. Right? That's a good call. I think he's already. I mean, if he's buying, but he a has project, a job and he's able. He was able to save up twenty five grand. So I, I think like he probably has. Some, he would have a monthly budget. That's to spend what I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can definitely get a higher mileage, well maintained E30 M3 in the, in the mid to high twenty. But an SC would be more fun. Yes, that would be much more fun and way cooler. Have you ever uh, Vantigo SF? says, have you ever traded a car for another car and or know someone who has? Well, yeah, he's sitting right here. Was it worth it or did they trade up further? Uh, yep. Have you, have you guys traded a car? Never. Nope. I've never traded a car, no. Nope. I've traded two. Um, most recently, I traded my Dakar Yellow M345 Slick Top. E36 M3. ZHB I already said M3. I missed those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> ZHB Chevron, uh for uh, 91 E34 M5, and I am very stoked on that trade. I think it was, you know, I came up a little bit, came out a little bit better, but um, the guy really, really wanted that specific car, so he was super amped too, and he's gone on to modify it further, and he's doing really cool shit to it and hasn't traded it because he wanted a Dakar Yellow M345 flick top. And if anyone is in San Francisco and wants to go on a cool tour of the city or breweries or whatnot, hit up Vantigo SF. Yes, yeah, should. they're really fun. Super cool. They take you around in their old Volkswagen buses. Yeah. Uh, Chris, 16-valve Rocco says, kind of a novel here, so bear with me. My current daily driver is an Audi S4 B7, last of the V8s. I've put 30,000 miles on it in the past year and a half when it was splitting daily duties with my E30. I'm driving even more miles now and would like to get something else that's cheaper to run. My budget will be whatever I can get from the sale of the S4 and the sale of my FJ40. So I'm looking for something ideally between 15 to 20K, possibly slightly more, that gets 30 plus miles per gallon, 30 plus by the way, and is not a Prius. Manual transmission is preferred, but not a must if the car is cool. Thought about everything from an E90 335 diesel to a CRZ to a TDI Golf. I'm not in California, so emissions aren't an issue. Even manual transmission Jeep Renegade or Subaru Crosstrek. That's crazy. Any That's other crazy. ideas? Crosstrek. Oh Renegade is the worst car yeah, on sale. Do not get a Renegade. And then, especially for commuting. And then the CRZ is out. Why? Those things suck. Could be kind of fun. Without one guy, it's didn't he want to join our rally because he loved it so much? Yeah, he loved it, and they're yeah. kind of zippy, and they get great mileage. Yeah, they're pretty awful. Though. I don't care for Really? They're not really zippy, though. That's the thing. They were, like, promised to be zippy. Life gets pretty zippy when you <laughs> quit doing weed, Lane. <laughs> uh, I would say no to that. So No it, to the cross track. Going back to the original, uh, the other guy with the project car question, like, this guy's pocketing quite a bit of dough, so I think you can have cash to throw out the car later, right? Because the S4 and the FJ40 combined are going to be probably, what, in well, the 30 range? Well, it could be an 35 F- range? FJ40 project. Yeah, he's just what, 25. What, does, uh, to 20, what does an FRS... 
That's a good in one. Range. In the range. But the range. they don't 30 get 30 plus. Or is it 30, 30 plus miles per gallon? They get like 29 high, high highway, 20s. 28. It's very close, but the, definitely within that price range. How it's about a kick in the nuts like a right newer, there. like a Mazda 3, a used Mazda 3? Yeah, but with a I mean, manual, twenty five thousand, you can get a new one. I, well, I really, I really like the three thirty five D idea. If you can get one with a aftermarket warranty, and he has enough cash, that's what that was my angle here. Because if he's spending fifteen to twenty k, but he's probably going to cash in a little bit more. Yeah, I like the three thirty. I like the BMW diesel idea. Yeah, and that that's a pretty good automatic. It has a decent. You can get a manual mode. too, right? Manual, or no, no, no not a diesel. Oh, really, dude? Yeah. In Europe, they got a three thirty you... diesel wagon manual. How sick is that? Uh, Let me get those. Can't you do an E forty six three thirty D? No, not no. Yet. They never made a forty. We got three twenty eight Ds or three twenty Ds too. The smaller four cylinders. But we never got an E forty six diesel in nope. California. No, or in the US, I don't think. Yeah, I think that's a good place to start. But then again, you guys loved your Jettas. Yeah. He's talking that he, he's totally open to he a TDI. Got a Golf TDI is super cheap right now. I mean, what were you guys getting miles per gallon? Forty? Oh, thirty-five. Yeah. Like with the foot on the floor all on, the time on, on super windy roads. Like he's like, probably driving like highways, and you can get like forty-five or more. People that's hard to argue with. Shit out of that shot. What about the next step up, like a diesel Passat? Yeah. A little more luxury for a commute. A lot of mileage, it sounds like. Yeah, Lots but a, a Golf would be pretty decent. Like with the, And they came with a sport package standard, and then you can get like a you can get a tune on it and make it like qu- properly quick. Right. I like that. That's a pretty good one. And they're probably cheap as hell right now. Yeah. What, what did you just say? I blanked out. I the TDI. TDI. Uh, but uh, no, no, I said, he... I said Passat, if you want to no. go up, up So, up wait a minute. Scale. I'm confused. I thought that these all of these cars yeah, must be have... off the road right. at some point. No. It's not just a California thing. No, you're still allowed to keep them on the road. That's why people are allowed to keep their cars right now. But I thought that they they need to fix them, and they haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, so but you have, have figured so out we, fixes for some, but not oh, ours, Lane. No, so you could still keep the cars, is what I'm saying. Like we didn't have to turn our cars in. Oh, I, I could sell them. To, I could. I well, could have no, sold I mean, it to someone. What I thought we had a deadline of like 2018. Yeah, exactly. It's only 2017. Well, well I mean. I, so it's I wouldn't recommend him getting into a car for just no, but a year. that's our deadline. That's not our. That's just our deadline for saying yes or no, to to giving it back see, to the right. buyback. Well, whatever. Well, what do you mean? I just don't care. <laughs> I sold my car. I, I I don't know if he if he could get one of those. That's a pretty, they're great cars, but if he can I'm keep just it, kind of I don't like the yeah. idea of just a temporary thing. Like, yeah. I mean, if they're going to have to be all collected at some point and crushed, I mean. No, that's not. That's the thing. You're allowed to keep it. Yeah, if you're allowed to keep it, it makes sense. I mean, I agree. You guys like them. I mean, they they seem like fun cars. I mean, why not? California Billman. Thanks to the last time I asked a question and my friend. What? Thanks to the last time I asked a question and my friend. <laughs> Green buff. <laughs> uh, Outside looking in. I'm trying to. Oh no no okay he 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 there shouldn't be a comma there. Oh. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> God, it threw me off. It did. Thanks to the last time I, I asked a question and my friend I've been talked. What? No. <laughs> no. no. You're wrong. I've been, t- let me just start from there. I've been talked out of the 996 or Golf R that I thought I wanted. So now I've come to another impasse. I found a 67,000 mile M. It doesn't say what it is. What is M3, that? M3, M6 for 26K, a 72,000 mile S2000 for 
22K Ooh. and an 84,000 mile Evo 9 for 23K. Those are way Jeez. too many numbers. It's a lot of money. Which is most worth the money for a trackable daily driver? Well, the Evo 9 is fast as shit. Yeah, but how many miles? How long does he have to be in it? And the interiors are not that great. That's they're, what I'm saying. Do you want to be in that I thing? Mean, as a daily And what kind of M? What kind of M? <laughs> I mean, no, what, then, what, what kind of M would have 67,000 miles and cost 26K? And E39 M5 or an E46 M3? Or, 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 or an E92? M Coupe? M coupe? Uh, you're right. Yeah, maybe an E92. Isn't that a lot of money for an S2000? Actually, no, that's, too, that's too cheap for an E92. Yes. grand? That's an insane that's a lot. amount of It's probably a very late car. Dude, with, with like, kind of, like, a lot of miles? I mean, not, you know, but. Yeah, that's not a very good deal. It must be a really late car. We need more information. Uh, the Evo 9 is like, you know, it's got four doors, pretty practical in that way. Probably really capable on the track, right? Yeah, they're just so shitty as a car. Yeah, they're tin. What, it's just basic. the interior and the yeah, way the doors like close? Nice, they're not, it's not a nice place to be. I mean, but. It's like know. the opposite of a nice place to yeah, be. I think out of all these, as like a, <laughs> da- as a trackable daily driver, uh, the M, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever M. <laughs> whatever M. Whatever M. Yeah, especially if it's a low mileage E39 M5, that's rad. Uh, underscore John Henry says Probe GT or Fox Body 5.0? Fox Body. Fox Body. Fox Body. For show. Dude, Probe VA. GT. Dude, rear wheel drive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When you're going to America, you need a V8. Yeah. Bad Rabbit Habit that from? says, have you ever left a note on a car asking to buy it? Yeah. Did you get a call? No. Or the other way around, have notes been left on your DW project cars? I left a note. I got on, a fake note. I left a note on Lane's yeah. 944. No one leaves notes in forests. That's true. We, we, bought a, we bought an R107 through a note. Yeah. Oh, wow. Left a note. They called. 500 SL. There you go. Two cars. I picked up an A86 uh, Corolla. And uh, seventy four two thousand two, and it started with Kanishiwa. I'll bet when Art writes a note, it's a novel. Oh Dude, my god! It's a big imagine. I've always it's, it's loved like, these. It's twenty <laughs> sticky, like little sticky notes. It's put like together. a fold out map. Yeah. Or a little back, but waterproof. You know, he draws a picture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, includes a picture of himself. Yeah, it's like, of me like, with, with a car with a resume. Like, starts with I. Here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal, dude. Um, like I'm kind of into it, but I'm not. Into do it. So like, hit me up. Holler what? Uh, one car that just I... Just put my feelers out. <laughs> yeah. you your testing the water. Testing purchase waters. Um, I've had a note left on one of my cars. Uh, it was a 1992 Acura GSR. White mm-hmm. with a gray interior. Mm-hmm. The guy, the right guy, before uh, they stole it. Well, here's what's really shitty is that five months later, I called a guy and he flaked. He's like, nah, I'm sorry. Well, he didn't flake, but he just wasn't into buying it. I've had notes left, shitty. but I can't remember what the circumstances were. Mighty Max? Yeah. Yeah, they were like, dude. Hey, man, are you willing to give this thing away? <laughs> That's you know? the one that they threw the rock through the window. And <laughs> Do you want to donate this to 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS? <laughs> Can you please move this thing? <laughs> Can't donate cars that are free. Chris underscore SF says, if you had a BMW X3 with 54,000 miles on the odometer, would you buy an aftermarket warranty? Asking for a friend for reals. Abso-fucking-lutely. Buy it as fast the, uh, as you can. Oh, that's the pay, M54, right? Pay $3,000, $4,000, whatever. Oh. You'll pay for that shit in like three visits. Yep, that's true. So do it now because you're about to be coming up on water pumps and radiators and ignition coils and, and oil leaks. leaks and it will not stop. It will just keep coming. There you go. RKS Writer says, what are your go-to daily websites for automotive news? 
Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. There you go. <laughs> is that a website? <laughs> is it a dot com on that? No, I don't know. Like, do you guys? I used to do. That? I used to do a auto blog every day and kind of scroll through some headlines, but yeah. I've I've lost touch. Yeah, I'd like to, I'd I'm like a only suggestion. Instagram. Yeah, yeah not, very Instagram. Good new, not very good news. I mean, yeah, I'm like, on Instagram. There's a little bit of news on Insta. I mean, if you follow like Carlos Lago and pretty up does like, a couple pictures of a magazine shoot, and you're yeah. like, oh, hmm, that's um, a thing. I watch like. I watch like videos and stuff mm. as news. Yeah, but what do you watch on a daily basis? I mean, I'll I'll look at my subscriptions and watch like Motor Trend, whatever pops up, mm-hmm. or oh, there's a few others. I do that, and I'm Auto trashy, dude. Guide or whatever. I'm trashy. I go to Jalopnik. I know it's not the best writing and everything, but it's like an aggregator, you know. So you everything ends up there somehow, so you can always go back and read the the original article or you know mm-hmm. whatever it may be. So I mean, everything. So I, I like Auto Blog a little bit more for that reason. I mean, it's. Yeah. A lot of the same headlines, but written a little more. Yeah, there's a lot of like, trash in the mix too. So that's the thing is, like, you, I, I just ignore it. Like you they just like keep make up stats. Autoblogs. They have yeah, they trash have it too, right? I no, mean, it's, I mean, it's just like basic. Owned by AOL, and they keep it basic. But it's not like here's what cars will melt your face on a Friday and then yeah. go through all yeah. these stupid cars. Less know? like salacious. Uh, yes. Yeah, headlines. And stuff. Yeah. I I, uh, I think odd. I'm the only one here, but I don't really like look at automotive news. I think like, we I all really just care about. Don't really do it. Yeah, but we knew that, Brian. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know the new cars that are coming out. No, like, we, know. no oh, yeah, news. Yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah, we, we know. Yeah, yeah, we know. <laughs> just stating the obvious, I guess. <laughs> um, there was a question, would, so I'm just answering. I would like to know if there's any uh, new shit that I don't know about. Mm, not some really. really new shit. You know, I don't is even there know some about. cool website like the zero 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 version of fucking online news? I don't know. I don't know of anything. Nothing that polished. Um, Maybe we should start one. Drive Tribe, bro. What's your Drive Tribe? Drive Tribe's the I best. That, I don't even know what you just said. Um, hushy Pushy is the last question. So what exactly is sense of occasion, and wow. what does it mean to you? For the last question. Really. What are the key attributes of pushy, a car pushy. with a high degree of sense of occasion, and is there a better way to describe this instead of having to constantly use the phrase sense of occasion? No, because that's the phrase. Well, but no, no. Hushy Pushy, tell us what to say. S O C. Tell me where to go. Uh, hashtag Hella sock. Um, I don't know. I would love to have some other words to use. Character. I mean, that seems pretty flat. Same kind of thing. Kind of bland. Um, I think we yeah. need to do a video about this or something. This could be a documentary. It. A documentary, an hour long. Brian, hey, we should it. have we should I'm have a TV it. show about this. That's true too. Yeah, that's a good yeah. call. Um, um, what about uh, just some attributes? Um, what the interior, what it feels like to sit in the car, what the transmission feels like, yeah. how it sounds, um, how, how what it takes to it is. Uh, get the most out of that car. How right. how do you how do you manipulate the car to get the most out of it? I think it's a culmination. Of, it's a it's everything combined. It is that makes the car special. That's what I'm no, that's one angle, and then yeah, you yeah. take the interior and you take uh, yeah, the sound. I think it has to take... do with how it makes how you feel driving it, how you you want to show it off. Like if people are looking at you, at it, totally. at it it's how unique the, it is. The reaction you, unique, you get from people yeah, or, is part of it. Uh, how it's everything does it have twenty twos? Exactly. Does yeah. it have? But TVs dude, a in donk the would have crazy sense of occasion. Yeah. So absolutely, that is that's, I mean, go, that's how that we note, should answer a it. manual we should, donk. We should oh, have man, the most sense of occasion <laughs> oh, ever. We should see. We should have cars flash in front of us, and we rate them on a scale. But that's the thing and is that by defining it that way, but then it every would be... single person will have a different scale. That's right. No, I'm well, not so sure about that. Okay, you might be very mm-hmm. similar to me, but 
we will still think one thing is better than another. No, you can tell special or not. Donk. We all know special. <laughs> I think what, well, there's going to be extremes, and then we're going to have a gray area as usual, right? Like I'm there's going to have gray area, but there's no one's going to think the Prius has sense of occasion, right? right. No one's going to think on the stock Camry has sense of occasion. Nope. But there will be a uh, a Baja Bug, and Brian will be at a nine. I'll be at a seven. Yeah, yeah. What, you know and what I mean? a Citroen two CV. That can be some people fucking Ten. hate like the fact that it's insanely slow and that kills it for them. I Lotus don't know. seven. I mean, 10. 10. Right? Totally. I don't know so how you're yeah, rating there's... a Baja Bug a 7. <laughs> okay. Can, can, can we throw... This is wrong. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Is there something about being exposed in, in the elements something that about automatically that, just kind of... That, that, yeah. that gives you points. It, yeah. may, it makes it special. But you know, I, I, also, I, for one, don't like having look-at-me cars. I okay. don't want to be in a convertible with, you know, waking yeah, me up so before you go. Yeah, so your scale is different on that part right. of it. Like a Lotus 7 is like... I Although, don't really want to be uh, in that dude, car. Talk about, uh, but don't I look at me. But you like, have what's to, up to the dog? But Shout you out. love objectively Wait, that, that is like a, his, that is like the base. I laughed. But you <laughs> love like, a big caddy. That's you know, or dude, you, you love stuff like that, and that's like total look at me. That's I mean, even if it's black, I think it's it's separate from opinion. I kind of like you may not want to be in a Lotus Seven, but objectively, yeah. you look at it and you say that's, that's a special I said, car. That's like a sense of you know, if you're driving that, you have to wear earplugs. Yeah, all that shit. Yeah, that goes with. It. Yeah. It's, a, it's literally an occasion. Like, yeah. you have to go out, like, you know, how you get into it, like, yeah. you know, put on whatever the gear that you need. Like, right. it's an adventure, right? Like, every time you get into that car. Like, every time you want to put your BMW into sport mode, it's a fucking occasion. Dude. You have so, to go through five does, screens and then it gets Does that the... make every motorcycle a 10? No. Kind of. Compared to cars, but on a motorcycle, no. a different scale. Different scale. But different different. Yeah. Marty's it's Cobra. It's its own sense of occasion scale. Oh, yeah. So much sense of occasion. And that guy sense of occasions the hell out of that thing yeah what about i mean this is kind of a weird devil's advocate approach but what about hypermiling a car like your 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 is does that no, that's not like objectively a, that's it's a car like, no. thing yeah. it, that's a that's a something you do with a car not the car being a yeah i'm just trying car. different angles yeah no i appreciate counts. that yeah <laughs> that counts i appreciate i don't it. appreciate that at all <laughs> but I, I think uh that's one way to look at slow car fast is that you have this car that may not be capable on on the cover of it but you can make it do something well like a 2cv yeah. or a you know because i was originally GT1. thinking like how about like the level of involvement to drive the car is a big thing yeah but then like yeah. i would love to drive like a fucking lead sled with like my arm on the See, exactly. arm on the fucking door they both have the that same amount of one finger on the steering yeah, wheel and right? those could cruising. have the same scale of sense of occasion totally but they're a totally way different way of going about that right that's true. What if what if there's another element here too, which is like the way you approach it? Like, for example, Volkswagen Bug. There's somebody who uh, likes the Volkswagen Bug, and that's why they drive. Then on the other hand, there's the deadbeat from the '60s who's still driving the same Volkswagen Bug and doesn't. It's just trashy, and right. he doesn't care about right, it. Right. Like, it's not sense of occasion. It's like this fucking old car. I can't afford a new one. <laughs> yeah. I want, same car, but depending on the way you approach it. Absolutely. But see, know. I'm spitballing here. We are classifying the car, not the driver. Yeah. So, so whether it's a Volkswagen bug, actually, it's pretty it, high. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty high. high but it also depends. I think, yeah, no matter what, it's almost high, even if you don't like the Volkswagen bug. 
you would say there's a sense of occasion. Okay, what it. about a curved window Volkswagen Bug? Uh, I don't. I don't think it has. <laughs> so a, funny, right? Funny. Yeah, yeah that's the aesthetic. The, aesthetic the simplicity, yeah. the classicness. That's, that's right. Because it's it that's helpful. And, for it, and it also has a padded dash. Yeah. Big, you know, yeah. and it's not the purest form of the car. Yeah. yeah. Well, then rarity comes into play. Yeah, which yeah. does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so one thing that is very consistent across the board is the sound the car makes. Like that's really important for me for sense of occasion. Like, I mean that F three fifty five to me is like almost worth owning it to own that sound like mm-hmm. that's like going through a tunnel with that thing with the windows down that's, yeah that's uh, so yeah. fucking cool I mean your Definitely NSX can make some rad sounds it does too. make some good sounds uh, not as cool as an F-355 more sense of occasion than yeah. F-355 actually I don't know maybe that's arguable I don't know but GTS a- depends on, rarity is a pretty big thing it's like what it's like you feel special when you have something that nobody else nobody else around and also you has. The, uh, there's and, something about the reaction right because you're kind of passing it on like not as a show off thing but it's like wow like it, it starts a conversation it has you know there's a way I don't know something that it dude, I kind of try to so much like for, aesthetics but. for me too like even like riding an Eric from Vantigo in his bus throughout the city it just feels really cool like ra- being in that compared to being in like a new Sprinter van or something sure it's like night and day dude people are all yelling they're like giving you thumbs up everywhere and it just has that as the sense of occasion of that vehicle too right that everyone around you is happy to see it and totally. like stoked he Eric can like drive like the biggest asshole in San Francisco in the city Cut people off, and they're giving them thumbs up <laughs> because it's a cool old VW bus. So there's some 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 uh, comp- components, and you're allowed <laughs> but, uh, to drink beer in the passenger seat. Uh, but uh, I think what do you think about shortening it? Soc is it too long? Is it lame? No, dude, you were not changing. Well, no, I, I mean, uh, <laughs> then we're saying Soc, and people are like, "What the fuck's Soc?" Matt can give us recommendations. If he wants to tell us what he thinks we should I mean, say I or think, what, what he feels. What was the other one? Uh, car ride character. character. I think a special car, you could use that. It, that so. word doesn't have as much sense of occasion. Bethel? You know. Bethel. Bethel. Special. Well, special. Tell us what we should say. If you don't like yeah, it, we're yeah, open to ideas. Well, Matt doesn't have any ideas. Come on. He does, dude. He's idealist. Idealist. All right. Well, on that note, is that a podcast? Thank you for listening. We Are we done it. yet? We appreciate all your questions, and we'll see you next time. Try not to be late next time, Warren. I'll try. <laughs> Slap on the wrist. as much but i do chime in like if they're like um i have my dbr set to record what do you mean chime like, in you're like you're like win that race <laughs> no, no, I, mean, I mean like, yeah. like you better hey what are you doing in. over there <laughs> chime in totally yeah that, i don't watch hey Ari, like, Ari here i'm gonna uh, i'm just gonna <laughs> let me chime in on what's happening right now okay you guys are i'm not watching i have no idea what the season is. i don't really watch but i like to talk about it yeah. just chime in every once in a while exactly